Hi everybody, and welcome back to Pagan Switchy Corner. My name is Pagan. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. I hope you're enjoying that transition from spring into summer. I, get, I also hope that you really enjoyed our review last week from Waking Persephone, or I'm sorry, of the Waking Persephone events. But I finally did it, you guys. I finished my notes. So if you've been following this podcast and listening every week, you will know that for the last couple of weeks, I've been promising you a daily practices episode, and I finally finished my notes. <laughs> so here we are recording this, and we're going to talk about daily practices and how you can incorporate your own daily practices into your own practice and of witchcraft. So there are some days that you might feel completely disconnected and you really don't know how to connect to your craft when it comes to a big ritual. You feel like, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this, but you just don't feel connected. You feel like I'm going through the motions, I'm doing the spell work, but I'm not feeling that, you know, glow of divine energy around me. And it's just kind of like, okay, did that work? Did I do it? Is that a thing? And especially if you're new to witchcraft, that might be a common thing that you're just not realizing, okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. I don't know how I can deepen my connection or deepen my practice. And that's where daily practices come into play. So when it comes to witchcraft, there are many of us out there who have very busy lives and sometimes literally can only spare five minutes a day. And it might be a minute here, it might be a minute there, but still it's one of those moments where we can say, okay, I'm going to take this minute and focus. And that's what daily practices really is all about. It's about taking something that seems very mundane and making it magical. So for me, I will be discussing some of the ways that I incorporate my daily practices, but there are literally hundreds of things that y'all can do. And I can give you some very quick examples of some of the other options that I don't always include in my practices, but something that you might want to do. A really great book for reference on how to incorporate witchcraft into the daily practice is called Everyday Witchcraft uh, by Deborah Blake. Beautiful book. I highly recommend it. It's a wonderful practice book, so definitely check that out. But here's some of the things that I do, and maybe you'll want to do them too. So for me, I like to do something that's called waking gratitude. And literally, this sounds very mundane or very simplistic, and it's okay because it's supposed to be. Magic doesn't have to be extravagant. Magic doesn't have to be huge and a big ritual. It can literally be something as simple as laying in bed and saying, thank you for another day on this planet. Thank you for allowing me to have air in my lungs and being able to move and experience this world and learn the lessons while I'm here. And literally that's all it is. It doesn't take hardly anything at all. You can literally lay in bed, be stretching while you do it, whatever it may be. Or maybe you sit up in bed. Maybe you just kind of stand up and you just take that deep, first deep breath in of the day and you do it then. And that's all it is, is waking gratitude. You are thanking your gods, the universe, whatever it may be for one more day, for one more moment to say, I get to learn another lesson today. And it's a simplistic practice, but 
waking gratitude is one of those really cool things that if you do it on the daily, you might find that it starts your day with a much healthier mindset than, oh God, I have to get up and go to work today. Oh, I have to go out into the world and deal, deal with people. If you're not a people person, you understand how I feel when I say, oh, I have to deal with people. Or has the world ended today? I think we've all kind of experienced that moment of waking up and going to the news and saying, did it end today? Are, are we still here? Is everything okay? And we've all kind of had that waking dread for at least the last year or so. And it's one of those moments that we really have to say, okay, I can't start my day that way because you're going to fill your day with that kind of mindset. So if you change your mindset to look and say, instead, I'm going to start it with being thankful. The world might be terrible, but I'm going to be thankful today. And it's just a moment where you think that God's or the universe and you just say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And so then you go on to your next task, whatever that might be. If you're like me, you literally go from there to stumbling into the kitchen for a cup of coffee. And I am one of those people that I have to have my morning cup of coffee. Otherwise, I'm a cranky, cranky soul. I need my, my go juice, as I call it. So when I make my coffee, I kind of will stand in the kitchen, do a little stretch, you know, just kind of get the bones moving and everything. And as I'm sitting, standing there making my coffee and I'm somebody who likes creamer in my coffee, you might like it black. That's totally cool too. If you like it black, I'll get to how you can do this without stirring your coffee. But after my coffee is brewed, I pour in my coffee creamer and then I will stir it. And as I stir it, I focus my energy and I bless my coffee. I literally turn it into a potion. So I put, put whatever I need for that day. Usually it's a blessing of health and a blessing of focus because I have MS and I have anxiety and ADHD. So I need both of those things on the daily. <laughs> so that's what I do. And then I go about my day and I drink my coffee. And it's so simple. You just literally stir in your spell. Now, I did say that some of you might drink your coffee black and that's totally okay. You can literally sit there and hold your cup and still do the exact same thing and infuse that energy into your coffee and create the same kind of spell. And it takes no time at all. And I would say that it takes minimal energy. All it takes more than, I guess, energy is that will focus and intent. And it's just, it takes no time at all. And it's a wonderful daily focus and I do it every single day. And it's just one of those things of, okay, this is going to help me get me through my day. And most days it does. Some days I'm a little more distracted than others, but other days I'm hyper-focused, which is what they call an ADHD superpower. And I get a lot done. So that's totally cool. If that's the coffee blessing me and making me get through my day, I'm okay with that. Now I will say one thing that. I feel that it does help no matter what you're trying to focus. If you've got a big job interview that day, maybe you want to put confidence into your coffee. Or maybe you want to do something to where you're just like, I just need a little more self-love today. 
and just put it right in the coffee. Put it in your tea too. This doesn't just have to be with coffee. It can be with tea. It can be any sort of drink that you would consume. So basically you are just infusing your magic leaf water if it's tea or your magic bean water if it's coffee or just maybe your magic water. Maybe it's your elixir of life, whatever it is. You can infuse it with whatever you need to and that's a great daily practice. So after this, I usually will do a wonderful practice of making food. Everybody usually needs to make food at least once a day. You should be eating more than once a day. But some people may only cook once a day, and that's cool too. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't eat breakfast, that's totally fine. You could do this later in the day if you choose, or you could do it at dinner time. It doesn't matter. So one of my daily practices is cooking. And as I cook my food, I usually will infuse my food and my cooking with a type of energy. It might be good health. It might be warm, loving energy, especially if I'm cooking for my family. It might be protection, depending on what I need it for. If I'm going out in the world and I feel like I'm going to need a little extra protection energy. Um, because it goes right down into your core, it goes into your belly. So it's a really great thing to just kind of send out that protection energy as it goes through your body. And so I love doing that as a daily practice. And literally it's one of those things again, where it takes no time. It just takes that moment of focus and intent as you stir it in or you add your herbs and spices and it's just wonderful. It's easy and simplistic. We like simplistic witchcraft down here that you don't have to have that big ritual to make it happen. It's a daily practice that still connects you to yourself, your energy, your divinity, everything that you need to do. So if you're looking for a moment to say, okay, for instance, let's say that you work with the goddess Hecate and Hecate is known for her gardens. So perhaps you go and harvest something out of your garden and you ask Hecate to bless your food and bless whatever energy that you're trying to work into that food. And it's wonderful. It's a beautiful, easy thing to do to still connect you with your gods, still connect you with the earth energies and connect you with whatever you're trying to do. It's awesome and easy. Finally, after you eat, and you've had your coffee. I don't normally like to do any sort of meditation or grounding exercise until after I've eaten and had coffee because I will get hungry. My stomach will growl. I'll get distracted and I'll be like, oh, I need coffee. I'm tired. And my brain can't focus. And that's just me. That That's how I work. You might be somebody who's like, no, I have to meditate before coffee. Totally cool. This is not, this is my way of doing it. But The great thing about daily practices, you make them your own. You make them work for you. Whatever works for your practice is the best way to go about it. And this is one of those things where I encourage you to make your own ritual of daily practices and change them up from time to time. Because sometimes we'll all get in that habit of going through the motions and we will kind of Go through the motions instead of going through the intent and the ritual behind it. And it's not just a, 
oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> it's one of those things where we want to continue to do what connects us to ourselves, the energies of the earth, the energies of the divine, the universe, whatever it may be, whatever you're trying to connect to, whatever you're trying to accomplish. Sometimes if you just switch up the routine a little, it reinvigorates all of that routine and it makes it seem new and fun and exciting. And then sometimes you can go back to the old way if you want to, or you might like the new way too. That's also a different way of doing daily practices. But once I've eaten, had my coffee, then I like to do a meditation or I like to go outside and ground if the weather's nice and it's not too hot, not too rainy, not too wet, not too cold. Again, weather nice. <laughs> so, uh, once I've done that, I, it depends on the day, depends on what I'm working through, what I'm doing. But I would say that when it comes to meditation, you should try to meditate at least three to four times a week. If you can, I, I find that it's one of the best practices for witches. We really should be doing it on the daily, but maybe even meditation is something that you just don't have time for that day. So you could take five minutes and you just walk outside in the grass and connect to the earth and your energies. I recommend doing this barefoot, by the way. Don't wear shoes because the shoes stop the connection. So, um, or it might just be literally going outside and just breathing some fresh air. I know with the pandemic, a lot of us have been trapped inside of our houses. It's been awful. And to the point that some of us live in areas where we couldn't go outside because of the fact that there were too many people about. We lived in really populated, busy areas. So maybe just go outside. Maybe go stand next to a tree and touch the tree. Whatever it may be. Wherever you live, you can do this. And I recommend just go outside. Even just once a day. Just go outside, breathe in some fresh air, and then you can go back in. I feel like we don't get enough air outside when we're so consumed with being online and connecting with people virtually and especially this last year we just haven't been able to do it and I think that that's something that we've started to miss so my daily practice is making a point to go outside go outside go outside and ground go outside and breathe just be in nature for a minute five minutes ten minutes you can do half an hour bless you you're doing awesome but it's okay if you can only spare a minute and you can just go outside and breathe for a minute. You're doing great. It's a wonderful thing. And I guarantee that you're probably going to feel a lot better. Now, if you're somebody who has allergies, take your allergy meds before you do this because pollen, it's awful. So one of the things that I would say when we're talking about daily practices, especially when it comes to meditation and grounding, I recently finished Matt Aron's book, Psychic Witch. And throughout his book, he really made a point to say, go back and connect to the basics. Now, if you're somebody who's new to witchcraft, don't worry about saying going back to the basics. You'll be like, wait, what did I miss? Don't worry. You didn't miss anything. This is about connecting with that focus, connecting with that energy of meditation, with grounding, understanding kind of that body sensory of, you know, where do I need to focus my attention? Am I stressed out? Am I holding my stress somewhere? And that's kind of one of those things that those are your daily practices as well that you could really do. And you should be doing, in my opinion. 
connecting with the basics of grounding meditation and just simple things like cleansings. Now, how often do we forget that cleansing is important? And I'm not talking about taking showers, but, well, you know, that's important too. But I'm talking about actual cleansings, getting rid of the stale energy that we attract. Every day we attract crazy energies that stick to us like glue, like tar. And it's not our fault. We're not personally saying, oh, I want this energy because it's icky. (laughs) You just walk by and it's like, oh, you're shiny and it sticks to you. It just does. It's how it works. And if you work somewhere where there's a lot of people and you might be absorbing their, their emotion and they're just icky energy. Like there's no other real way to put it. It's just icky energy. It's not, it's not good energy. It's not your energy. And they're not doing it consciously most of the time. Most of the time they're just subconsciously like having a bad day and they're just putting it out there. They slam, you know, their coffee cup down on the counter and they're just like, you know, screw this. I'm done. I don't want to deal with it. And they put that energy out there. We do it too. We're human. And that's the thing about being human. Sometimes we send out juju that we don't mean to send out and it happens. And there's nothing you can do about stopping that juju except trying to be conscious of it. But even then you're still going to send out something that you don't mean to. And that's okay because that's part of the human experience. So one thing that Matt Aron talks in his book is about doing a daily cleansing, if not weekly, but definitely daily is preferred. And that's making sure that those cords that are psychically and energetically tied to you, that aren't supposed to be tied to you, they get cut, they get snipped, they get released. The energy that has attached itself to you, that's not supposed to be there, it gets released and cleansed away. And it gets grounded out into the the earth and the earth deals with it. And that's something that I feel like we don't do that enough. I know until I read his book, I realized I wasn't doing that enough. And I kind of was one of those witches that was like, oh man, I'm not doing the basics either. I should be, but I'm not. And a lot of times we forget, oh, hey, you know, once you master meditation, once you master this, you can move on to the bigger, scarier, cooler stuff. But the thing is, yes, you can. But the other thing too is we shouldn't remember, we shouldn't forget where we came from, where our basics are. We should still be practicing that and still be working through that. And it's so important. And it's one of those things that a lot of witchcraft books and a lot of witchcraft practitioners out there will not tell you. They're like, oh, hey, once you get this done, you can move on to this. But they never say, don't forget about this. Don't forget about where you came from. Don't forget about the daily practices that you should be doing. like Meditation and grounding, especially grounding and especially cleansing. Those are two things that I would recommend on the daily. And we do forget about that from time to time. Now, the interesting thing is when you get done with your grounding, when you get done with your meditation, if you have the time, perhaps you're somebody who gets to work at home, so you get to, you get to, Uh, go and do this next part. This is what I would do. After that, and I'm very in tuned with my energies and I'm very in tuned with, you know, my gods if I got to communicate with them or 
just my own energies after grounding and meditating. I do kind of a daily devotion thing to my gods. And daily devotion is one of those things, I don't really like the term, but I can't really find another term that works as well. Because you think daily devotion, I think back to when I was raised as a Christian and you did daily devotionals to the God and it was setting aside time to read the Bible and to pray and listen and all this other stuff. It's a similar concept, but at the same time, I just am not a big fan of that terminology. It's the terminology we're going to use though, because like I said, I can't seem to find a different term without breaking on my thesaurus. So what I like to do is I like to take a little bit of time and I like to go work at my altar and maybe you need to do a spell. Maybe you have a spell that's already working that you need to pay. Um, you know, this is the time that you would do in addition to that. With that, I like for me, I very much like to take a moment, light a candle. And that's if I don't have somewhere to be. I've got somewhere to be and I can only take five minutes. I usually will just kind of stand at my altar because my altar's on a dresser. So it's easier for me to stand at it than sit. And, you know, just kind of connect with my gods. And sometimes I will light a candle. Sometimes I won't. Um, sometimes I will shuffle some tarot cards and ask for, you know, whatever guidance they need to give me for the day that I need to focus on. And sometimes I'll just sit and listen. Kind of go into that meditative state that I was already in and I'll just listen and see what they have to say. With the daily kind of devotion or altar time, altar time, that's a great term. That's the term we should use. Daily altar time. With your daily time where you're sitting at your altar, it doesn't matter if your altar is your big main one or if you're somebody that has a little what we call matchbox altars or little altars that are in boxes. Um, because you may not be out of the broom closet yet, which is cool. This is kind of one of those things where you just take it out and you spend a little time with it and you spend a little time connecting and do whatever you need to do. If you need to work some magic, cool, do it. If you need to just be there and connect with it, that's cool too. Whatever it is that you need to do, this is what I would recommend is just spend some time, spending five minutes even just connecting. And those are my daily practices. There are others that I do. I, I connect stuff like I'll, I'll take a moment and connect while I'm working or I will have ask for some guidance while I do something. Uh, bless my broom as I clean or my vacuum cleaner. <laughs> those are other daily practices. But literally, there are hundreds of different ways that you could connect every single day to whatever it is that you do. Maybe when you turn on your computer to start your day, your work day, um, you just have a sigil that's, you know, there every day in your brain that you do and you just do it over your computer. Maybe it's a focus sigil. Maybe it's something that helps you get productive at work and get stuff done. That's a daily practice. There's so many different things that you can do. And I don't want you to limit yourself because if you're doing one daily practice or you're doing 50, whatever it is. It's about you connecting deeper with your own magic, with your own energies. And that's the important practice of daily practices. 
is finding ways to deepen your practice, deepen your connection, whether it be to your gods, whether it be to the universe, whether it be to the earth energies, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, that's your what your goal is. And even if it's just waking up and saying thank you for another day, you're doing great. So I hope this helped you, especially if you're new to witchcraft. I hope this kind of gave you some guide points of, hey, this is a cool idea. And if you're not new to witchcraft and you're a seasoned witch and you're like, you know, I've forgotten my basics too, that's okay. It's always a good time to remember, hey, let's connect back to our basics. Let's connect with our energies and, you know, just take a moment. And the funny thing is I didn't actually have daily practices other than meditation prior to reading Deborah Blake's book, Everyday Witchcraft. Because I didn't know if they were, well, I didn't know. I didn't think they were as important as they are. But I will say one thing, since I've started doing them, and this has been a long time now, I feel a lot more connected to my craft than I did before. So that's, that's my advice. That's my, that's my thoughts on daily practices. And I hope that they were beneficial to you. And if they were, and, or you have a daily practice ritual or set of rituals, uh, tell me about them. Comments on, I think it's Podchaser or uh, iTunes uh, podcast or Apple podcast, I should say. And tell me about them. Or you can message me on Twitter and tell me all about it. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear what kind of practices you guys do. Or if this is something that's new for you and you want to try it, let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear about it. So thank you guys so much for joining me again for another wonderful episode. I'm sorry the daily practices episode took a lot longer to get done, but I hope it was enjoyable for you. And next week, I'm either going to give you one of two different podcasts. I've got a couple that I'm working on right now. Um, and it's going to, there's going to be one, it's going to be a full moon meditation. So if you love my meditations, look forward to that. But we're also going to be talking about mental health and witchcraft and the correlations between those two and what you should do if you have mental health issues. Um, I think it's something that a lot of witches don't talk about. So we're going to talk about it and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too. So connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you all next week. Bye-bye everybody. Did you know that Pagan's Witchy Corner is part of the Rev Later podcast network? This is the same network that brought you the other podcast I am a co-host on, Chaos and Shadow. You can find other amazing podcasts from my co-host Kyle, who is also on Chaos and Shadow, such as Kyle's Communist Book Club, the Stellaris Emergency Broadcast, and the Valheim Bulletin. While you're over there, check out our news section. This is where you'll find all the blog posts to go with all of my shows, as well as other awesome articles. Have you also become a member of the RPN yet? If not, you should totally come join us now. When you become a member of the RPN, you will help keep our network thriving, as well as getting amazing perks, including bonus audio from some of our shows like Chaos and Shadow, early access to some of our articles, one free Reiki session by me, or a free tarot reading from Kyle or myself, and so much more. So come check out the network today. There'll be a link in the description below. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see y'all next week.